from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You'll be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. Hello, world. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you may be, because this is definitely an international one that we are running today for our lives. But welcome back to the What's Right series that we've been running through really some phenomenal people that have made it through all of these crazy times that we're currently living in. And you know, it is mainly the women that we are working with, and it is just because we're all aware on Facebook, it's 95% of women who are with us and working with us. So it is exciting, but all of you men out there, there is brilliant things that you can learn from all of these business ideas that these women have done through COVID. For sure, yes, and it's not it's not worth listening to. No, we're all chicks, we want you guys in here too. Heck yeah. We want you here. <laughs> so before we go any further, let's uh, maybe do a quick intro of ourselves yeah. and then we'll go through the regular rigmarole. So my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc. Hi, and I'm Carrie Fulmick, the founder and master instructor for the Equine Connection, helping people globally to do what it is that we do, and that is partnering with horses, not using them, partnering with them to help human beings to make incredible changes in their lives because a horse is help, helping them to get to those problems that they need to solve in order to move forward. So it's pretty exciting career. It, all in all, it's really the best job ever. Ever in the world. In case you were wondering. <laughs> but yes, we will introduce you to our phenomenal, phenomenal guest today, who is Jane Hemingway Moore. And she's very near and dear to our hearts simply because, well, first of all, she's one of our instructors mm -hmm. in Australia there. One of our, the, the, the instructor in Australia. She's a wealth of information. She really has this knack for taking something that might seem like it might be difficult and flipping it over to make it like the most amazing thing ever. She has this beautiful paradise that she lives in. That she's <gasps> created all. We love, all we love her place that you just feel so calm and happy oh, in her place. I always want yes. to go to her place. Yeah, yeah. It's we love Jane's house. And we love Jane yeah. <laughs> and her family and everybody else there. Jane <laughs> is the owner of Willowwood Stables as well as Leading Edge Skills Development in Sydney, Australia, Terry Hills, just outside Sydney. And she is, like I said, a wealth of info. And she's going to be talking to us today a whole bunch about really where she's come from and how she got there and what this COVID has really done to their business, to them personally, and how she has moved forward through it all. So beautiful, Jane. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yay, Janie. There she is. Good morning or good afternoon, girls. Good. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. I don't think I can live up to, I don't think I can live up to that introduction though. That's pretty amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's even like a little bit of an intro that we could give you for all the things that you do and have done. You're a pretty phenomenal gal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're going to get 
give me a big head saying all that. So well, the horses will take you right now. Yeah, you can't get a big head. <laughs> That's <more true>. insane. <laughs> no, that that is very true. They keep you very grounded. Once you think you've got something, and then they tell you otherwise. So I love that about it. And you girls were just saying what an amazing career it is, and I totally, totally agree with that. I mean, I think I've gone um, 360 degrees several times in in everything I've done and the way I've looked at things and turned things upside down and looked inside out and the COVID's just been one more way to do that. So um, the way I started out was uh, I've been very passionate about horses since I was a, a child, uh, but I didn't have the opportunity to own horses when I was younger, just, you know, financially and uh, we didn't live in the country or anything like that. So the circumstances were not easy to own a horse. Uh, so, but I, I kept on it, nagged, 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 nagged at my parents until they allowed me to go to the local stables and I went there once a week. I was the first person there. I was mucking out the stables. I was catching all the little ponies and grooming them for everyone. Yes, I did get a little ride in as well and I, I, I fell in love with riding as well as um, horses and uh, it just went from there. So since I was nine years old. But it's funny how life takes you in that, um, you know, you get told that how do you make a career out of this? And in fact, I just uh, did a blog this week on this, wrote a blog about how, you know, about childhood dreams and things like that and how often you have the naysayers. And it's funny, my nickname's Nay and I have a T-shirt that says the naysayer's going to nay and <laughs> it's got a horse on it doing it, you know. And I love that T-shirt because there are always naysayers. But, you know, I think that you almost always come back to what you're passionate about and what's in your heart. And so, you know, that really happened with me as well. It's quite incredible. In fact, you know, my dear dad who lives with us now, he's like, you were really serious about this horse thing, weren't you? Because <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, now there's like 10 horses here and um, arenas and you know, clients and things. So he's like, oh, yeah, you were really serious about that work. So, <laughs> so it, but it's been a long journey. So I kind of followed along what, um, you know, the expected path was in my family. And it's not a bad one by any means. And, and I also say that every single kind of little path that you take leads you somewhere and you learn something from it that you then bring into your life, like it's part of your journey. So for me, it was the, um, you know, my parents' um, idea, which I, I agree with, and I've actually said to my kids, although as my husband and I also say, they should follow their hearts, um, but you still need to make a living. <laughs> but, um, you know, they kind of said that education is a key to, you know, um, to, uh, um, to, what's the word, to kind of be free. Uh, so education was a big thing in our house. So, you know, they sent us to good schools and we all went to uni. I've got three brothers and whatever. So I did that because that's what you do when you're a good girl and, and you're following everyone. And all my friends did that too. No one got the horse thing either. A lot of them loved horses. Who doesn't love horses? But um, <laughs> they, you know, they, they couldn't see a career. It was a hobby and it was like a fun little hobby that I did from time to time. But it was niggling away at me all the time. So... You know, fast forward, I actually, I did go to uni, then I ended up going overseas and working in Germany for a large software company, nothing to do with horses, but um, all of that in their, in their marketing, international marketing department. And all of that has stood me in fantastic uh, stead to uh, create and run my own businesses. So it's been the most phenomenal experience and I wouldn't change any of it. Uh, 
you know, sometimes think, gosh, if I'd done this sooner, but I don't think I would have been ready. So I think that, you know, when you girls came into my life in 2015, was it? Our adventure up way up north in Australia, uh, it was really life changing. It was kind of like the right time. I was really ready to grab the bull by the horns then and, and run with it. And I didn't quite know what I was getting into. Uh, and I kind of, um, and don't take this the wrong way because I take it all back, but I went in there thinking, oh, I know about horses. You know, I'm sure people do that. Oh, I know about horses. Um, yeah, I've, you know, I've got a horse. I, I ride. I know about horses. I've been around horses. I, I'm very empathetic. I listen to horses, all that sort of stuff. And then I'm like, wow, this is really different. <laughs> so that week was life changing. But then coming back and putting it into practice was even more so. So I got on the, I got into it because I could see how, like the profound effect that horses had on people even people who didn't who were scared of them or didn't really like them so running willowwood stables you know we had some um boarders here and sometimes the parents um horses boarding not people and sometimes the parents <laughs> parents of the kids who owned the horses were not horse people themselves just like my parents weren't and they were scared or you know um didn't like the mess or you know all those sort of things because when you're not into it the the mounds and mounds of horse poo <laughs> that are around, <laughs> things like that, <laughs> you know, are a bit off-putting. has a little effect. <laughs> just a little bit. And I just saw people change. They'd just be just dropping off their door. And then they, this one lady went from kind of hiding away when she saw a horse because she was so nervous and quickly lighting up a cigarette because <laughs> she was so nervous to her daughter's horse became almost the love of her life. It was the most amazing transformation. So things like that, that was like pre your course. But then I'm like, wow, this is not just for horse lovers. This is for everybody. And yeah, and then after your course of, uh, of course, uh, almost the rest of history. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, for two years prior to becoming the, in the privileged position of being your instructor here in this part of the world, I ran my own programs. I got... Um, I was approached by a youth at risk organization and I remember your Kari story. It was such an inspiration how you were saying that you learn more from those kids than anyone because really they're used to rocking the boat. They're used to not conforming. And so having that the horse in there as that leveler who's really telling them that they are a good person, that was my hugest takeaway. So these kids, okay, they don't fit into mainstream school or whatever, but there's, there's nothing wrong with them they're not bad people and that's where the animals come in i think they're such a a beautiful leveler of all that they they show you if something is not feeling right and they're not feeling safe they show you that loud and clear but if it's just a kid's carry on and it's really authentic the kids the horses are fine with that so i think us humans adults need to take a a big leaf out of the horse's book and and look further than just say words or someone not conforming and things like that so so yeah it's been amazing and then being the instructor is just one step further and deeper so i've said to you girls often every single time i run a course i fall more in love with the course because i just see little things that you know even after three years and i just see something extra in there some extra element i hadn't kind of really noticed before so it's funny so alice who joined me as my um, business partner in crime, I call her. Um, She's on she, here. Hi, Alice. Hi, Alice. <laughs> I, 
I did the uh, when I did the course with her. I've said to her since, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You did the course like in the early days. I must have been terrible." And she was like, "No, it was inspiring." And then I'm thinking, "Wow, every time you do something, you learn, and every time you evolve a bit." So I think COVID's part of that as well. Actually, I think COVID has thrown a big um, new thing in our way that I like to almost see as a positive. And um, I know a lot of people are probably like, gosh, well, I've lost my job or, you know, you know, I need to move house or something. And those things are absolutely devastating and they're huge life-changing things. But really, I think that um, these things are an opportunity to grow. I think that all those hardships that come into people's lives are really help you to grow so on a bit of a smaller scale you know i'm such an overthinker as well so i can get really bogged down in the what ifs and all those sort of things so uh this work with the horses also has made me go well you've just got to do things they're not thinking about next week or last week or whatever so you've just got to be present alice i'm back to the four p's <laughs> we do this thing with the you know present patience perseverance and purpose so um yeah i'm back to that but um yeah i can really get bogged down and actually kind of spiral downwards into it and so um a lot of working with the horses has really taught me that no take one day at a time and every step really that you take is is forward uh not backwards and so yeah something mightn't go right one week but you learn from it and you pick yourself up and you dust yourself off and it really um teaches you a lot of resilience and i absolutely love that about work with the horses um and I think uh, one thing that I was looking at, I was tidying up a little bit because I wasn't sure where I was going to do this live. So I thought, oh, better tidy the office so the background's not messy. And, <laughs> and then I found this calendar. This calendar is 2020. And in 2019, I had um, filled it with things. I don't know, you probably can't see it very well, but there's colour coded. See, very organised. Colour coded. And it's very, tact like, I love touching things, you know. I don't like it all on the screen all the time. So I've got this calendar. I love it. And the funny thing is, Alice, I've, it's literally the whole year I've got um, school holidays. I've got show jumping competitions. I've got EAL courses and programs. I've got travel and things like that. Yeah, I think that's about it. So kind of major things where I had to block out time. And this was my Bible. Well... In our, we've moved to these new offices and um, Alice was doing a tidy up and she threw out my calendar. <laughs> she, she didn't mean to, of course, and I'm like, my calendar, where's my calendar? And I was like, you know, having kittens, kind of, where's my calendar? And Alice was like, I don't know, I haven't seen it. And I just thought to go through the paper recycling, so lucky it wasn't in the actual garbage, but in the paper recycling, and there it was, oh, my calendar. Well, hit. 2020 and what's the calendar worth nothing nothing yep. recycle there are, the school holidays all went awry um we was homeschool well i've only got one left at school and and uh he was homeschooling himself sort of and um uh there's no more competitions the 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 courses that's a different story but the our programs we were running all being face to face were all postponed or cancelled um, and thanks to you girls, and, uh, uh, you know, we can run the courses online, but that was also a bit of a, oh, what do we do? Yeah. Um, and, the, and the travel all out the window. So 
I actually often put my husband's travel in as well because he's normally away most of the time and I don't think we've seen each other this much since we've been together, which is about 29 years. <laughs> so it's quite, kind of funny that um, particularly the last 20, he literally is traveling all the time. So now he is working from home and um, we're not killing each other. We're actually really enjoying each other's company. Right. <laughs> and uh, so that, that's another positive of this time as well. Um, yeah, so this calendar, I just thought it was funny because I hadn't thought about this calendar. And then I got it and I went, oh, holy jumping tuna fish. I was really? like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't need this anymore. I need, of course, we're scheduling things in, but this calendar was my Bible. No one could do anything without looking at this calendar that ended up in the in the trash, thanks to Alice. And actually, isn't that kind of an omen of where it belonged? It, yeah. it just belonged in there. You know, that's also what I love about working with you girls. I loved when this all happened and you girls had been locked away in, in the States, I think, and then had to quarantine. And instead of kind of getting really bogged down in that and let's just cancel everything and whatever, pretty much instantaneously you just went, we've got to make this work. So I remember the fun um, Zoom meetings we had, the five of us with Carson and Alice and the three of us, and it was just so positive and so, well, we've got to do this. How do we make this work? How do we make it the same quality that people enjoy have enjoyed over the years of doing our courses face-to-face -face with this online component? And I don't know, but I don't even know whether, you know, we'll end up going back to full face-to-face. -face. It seems to work very well. I mean, yeah. that's something for the, it's a discussion, maybe not to have in public. <laughs> no, but, <right. laughs> yeah, yeah, let's have a brainstorming <laughs> meeting. Yeah, exactly. What's but, a different um, thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I actually, you know, I mean, we were, Alice and I have said to a couple of people have uh, approach you know spoken to us and one lady even came and visited us and she's like oh, I just don't think it's going to be the same online and we both said we to be honest we thought the same and then we did it and you girls had said it is and I kind of wondered I should know you better by now because you're always so honest but I wondered whether you were just being really positive and you know pepping Alice and myself up going no it's going to be great but you were right it, it's it's um you know, um, not better, but different and just as fabulous. And you actually do get to know the people really well, which that, that part surprised me a little bit, um, but it's actually really great. I feel like I know the people who've done the course with us really quite well. Um, and it's been great to be a part of their journey. And I, I just love the fact that, you know, we've been able to uh, enable people to start their journey down this road despite all of this uh, because I think a lot of people would have thought, oh, I'm going to have to put all my dreams on hold because the, how can I be working with horses when I can't even go anywhere to learn about this, that and the other. So I think it's been a fantastic, really positive part that's come out of the COVID thing. And it enables people who mightn't be able to travel to get started. Um, so that's been, been really good. Uh, do you want to know anything else? I've got, oh, yeah, a few little yeah. things I did. <laughs> you just put okay. on a very good role to help find yourself. This is lovely. Well, <laughs> what do you do um, for face-to-face -face EAL courses and stuff like that? Have you guys been able to start uh, moving those things forward yet, or where are you guys kind of at in Australia? 
Yep, yep. So we definitely are. And the kind of frustrating thing is, but I understand it, in, I'm in New South Wales in Sydney and we don't really have that many restrictions and we've made our place, um, we are abiding by the restrictions of course, so we don't have too many people, um, we have enough space for everyone to be distanced, we have all our, you know, sanitizers and um, antiseptic sprays and wipes and we have um, individual things for everyone to be using. Uh, so we uh, perfectly within the the health regulation and um, oh thank you Annette aren't you sweet uh, um, we're perfectly within the kind of regulations and 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 things but we've um, you know um, we concentrate on uh, running leadership and team development programs for larger organizations and what we found is we've had some amazing leads and um even people we we know so ins like that and they're really keen about coming to do the the program and then they're the you know the powers that be in their organization are still putting the brakes on off-site gatherings yeah. so that's a shame but we're not letting it get us down we are offering an alternative so um whoever has done the course and obviously you girls are very aware of our wonderful uh russell and the myro so you know we're we're offering this because um to me it's one of the most wonderful things i've ever done that myro and i know there are many kind of communication style personality type assessment things out there but i i really love this one i love um being able to take that step back and and being a bit more like a horse that you're not judging someone because they can't help how they are so i love that about it and i think that if we had more um understanding in within teams professionally that would just make teams run so much smoother so yes yeah, it's amazing yeah. isn't it so yeah. that's what we're so we're offering that sort of an online thing with that and then um hopefully when people become a little more comfortable, that they'll be, as an add-on, they'll be able to see this in um, real life, in real time. So, oh, that the horse will, you know, show up those um, communication styles and, and things like that. So, yeah, onwards and upwards. But, yeah, so we have to, we just have to think of different things because this is the barrier that we're coming up against. However, we do have some schools interested and they seem not to be as worried. I mean, the kids are at school anyway. So we're very fortunate in that we have a, a school that had approached us um, to for their leadership teams to come. So for the, for the principals and what are you laughing at? The principals and... The mic made some noise on this end and Carrie jumped and scared the heck out of both of us. That's awkward. Yeah, we're just really engrossed yeah. in your words. So when that scary sound came, it totally made it react like a horse. Let me tell uh, yeah. you. Yes. Well, okay. we, all, we, all become a bit, we all become a little bit horse-like, don't we? Do you find when you want to relax, you go, I yep. guess. It's a <laughs> so don't it's like, but I want to move people in the grocery store. Yes, yes. In your car, in your car. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. But um, yeah, so um, so that's great. We've had a school approach us, so they're going to uh, the, the the principal's words were, 
I'm ready to put dates in the diary for next year, but look, we all have to be patient, another P word, at the moment, and that's wonderful. So bringing the leadership team from the school and then the leaders of the school, so the student leaders. So that's beautifully in line with where we want to go, and it's a, it's a really beautiful market that's kind of uh, uh, there for us. Um, and uh, we've had this school before with wonderful results for all sorts of different reasons as well so um a philosophy class and a, an ethics class and things like that which i love that they bring them to work with horses for those reasons so um that looks like a really good thing and the the most wonderful thing that this principal said is that she likes to be a bit of a something of a word see normally i bounce off alice who's not quite here but her words were something like um that um, she likes to kind of set a bar and do something different. So she's a relatively new principal at this school, so she wants to do something different to show that her school is doing something different. So how wonderful if, if, uh, if you know, if um, EAL can be that. It is that, right? It's, sure. It, it is that. The box. Innovative. Yep. Very exactly. innovative. And we have had... Um, there are problems like there are everywhere with, um, we, we often say that Australia, I love Australia, I'm Aussie through and true, but we're very over-governed. So it's like there's so many restrictions with everything that um, we've had problems with um, public schools sometimes just because they say, ooh, we can't, you know, there are too many risks and whatever, even though we, ha we have a what they call a supplier number. So we've passed all the risk assessments. Um, and we we tend to be um, given the the kids that are deemed um, youth at risk or special needs things like that which isn't our specialty so um, for some reason it's okay for that demographic but you know I think this is great to get into kind of the mainstream of the schools um, what else has been happening yeah so that's the corporate side and the leadership side and the school side um, yeah we've the other thing that we've done is uh, we had a whole lot of projects uh, going on, as I, I know you girls always do as well, a um, whole lot of projects going on. And last year was a really uh, busy year client-wise. And also, you know, Alice went and had a baby and interrupted everything. <laughs> no, he's absolutely gorgeous and he's part of the team. Of course, but um, you know those sort of things. It was a it was a really busy year, basically. That's what I wanted to say. So we had all these projects on the back burner, and um, but they're really important. But you know, we just didn't get the time to get around to it to doing some of it. And this break with COVID has been really good for that. We've just caught up on all those things that we wanted to do. So yeah. we did a big. Uh, kind of a rebrand, uh, a new logo. We have um, a separate uh, website for our corporate clients um, and uh, we made it really targeted. I learned a great lesson about why I lost a, a really large client last year. I was really disappointed. Normally, you know, you, you dust yourself off kind of thing and, and uh, Alice and I would say we're glass half full kind of girls. But this one really disappointed me because I thought we were exactly what they were looking for. And plus they had, um, we'd worked with a subsidiary of this 
large company. So I'm like, what did we do wrong? So it was a chance to, at the time I went in and researched all that by um, asking people within that target market why, and I know who they chose and I actually know the person really well. So <clears throat> I'm very happy for her that she got the client, but I was like, you know, what's, what's her company got or what she got that we don't, what was the deciding factor? So it was really good business analysis. And I asked people who would have chosen um, chosen between us. And I know that another one of our EAL people was, was kind of in the running as well. So I just wanted to know. And then the, the feedback was that um, how she presented herself to the clients was much more in tune with the clients. And so I'm like, wow, here am I thinking this, I'm doing a great job with the marketing and everything. And it just got us really rethinking of how mm -hmm. we um, just rephrase things and, um, you know, make it really specifically targeted towards the people who we want to interact with. And it's been really successful. So that was one huge thing that we've got off the ground during this COVID period. It started last year, but we've got it all done. Um, another one was, of course, this uh, facility that we've built, the covered arena and the office space or classroom space. Uh, now, that was a pre-COVID, that started pre-COVID, but as building always does with approvals and this, that and the other and weather, whatever, it was put, uh, you know, kept getting put off, put off, put off. I think I kept telling you girls, oh, I'll be ready for the September course last year. Well, really, it was only ready in April this year. So that's how long it took. Um, and so um, uh, it's funny kind of that we've got, we're all ready, but we haven't been able to have clients. But the lucky thing for us is that um, construction wasn't put on hold. So that was one industry that was allowed to continue. So uh -huh. it just continued. And being a pre-COVID project, we'd already budgeted and paid for it. So it wasn't it wasn't contingent on having a stream of clients right now. So that's right. lucky for, that's just lucky um, or, or good planning. I kind of yeah, think yeah, that, but anyway. Um, and so that all got done. And the great thing is, of course, it's a new space. So we had to introduce our beautiful horse team members to this new space. It's in a new position on the property. It's somewhere where they hadn't gone a lot before and so we've been able to use this time without the clients to have our horses beautifully comfortable up here ready for clients and when we have had clients it's worked just wonderfully well that's awesome so um, that's another positive that <clears throat> has happened with um covid and uh tell me if i'm talking too much by the I'm way. Just going to, yeah. yeah okay you do your I thing wanna, and then i'm gonna ask oh i can't hear you so yeah. before we go into the three things that you could say to help others out, maybe can't hear you. go, you can't hear us. What do you mean? I can't hear you. Why? <laughs> the three things I'd say there are, are four things and I'm repeating myself from um, something that I wrote and also a live that Alice and I did or are doing a little series ourselves on. And that is to, I think through COVID, my main, uh, our main advice would be to have be present because there's nothing we can do about stressing about the future. It's not like you can't make plans for the future, but not to stress about it because who'd have ever thought that this would happen, the COVID? Who would ever have thought? And you know what it reminds me of in a huge way is one of our offerings, which is an equine connection offering as well, is um, a corporate workshop that has a card game called um, look to the future or something like that and uh you 
you play a game where you have scenarios of future events that could happen and normally they're the kind of things where you go oh, if that happened what would i do so it just gets you thinking about what you could do so this is like a huge game of look to your future so it's but it's happening right now so you've got to be you've got to be really present that's the one thing the other thing is being patient because um you know it's no use going like being rebels and going against this kind of thing this is it's happening and we need to have some patience we also need to be patient of other patient of other people patient with other people because you know i'm a bit of a person who goes look we're outdoors surely what can what can go wrong how can we spread disease here beautiful fresh air lots of space but i have to respect the fact that someone may have someone vulnerable at home that they don't want to affect um, people don't know exactly who's been coming here like we take all the um contact details we have all the the things in place with the sanitizing and distancing but you just never know right this this um this thing lives on surfaces you just don't know so you have to be patient and respect others with that the other thing is um perseverance so one thing that i really learned is i saw some of my um eal colleagues and not just eal but other friends and family in other areas of business just kind of sitting back and going oh just wait it out so yes that's patience and that's great but what i think is it's a, this is a great opportunity to be building your brand so it's you know who who are people going to go to when these when restrictions are lifted is it someone who's been absent for six months and then suddenly appears again or is it someone who's been really consistent over that time and kind of keeping on doing their stuff so we've taken it as an opportunity to um really build our brand so again one of the projects on the back burner was to really get onto uh writing articles and blogs and things because we have such a wealth of knowledge from all the um programs that we run they just uh, it's it's mind-blowing what you learn and um i'm a big believer on you know just you know writing down so journaling but just writing down it, it's not perfect it's like um brene brown calls it the shitty first draft it's like get that down on paper and it's just you know it's it's yep that's raw it's what you felt it's what you experienced but there's wealth of knowledge in there so i've been doing that for years thinking oh there's gold in here of what the horses are teaching us and so to be able to finally write that has been amazing um and yeah i the other thing that's happened, which have been wonderful opportunities, just like this one, is you know we've been um, asked to uh, speak at a couple of things, so a couple of presentations and things like that. So we've done a couple of online ones, uh, which have been really great. And for me, it is a little bit, believe it or not, with how much I talk, it is a bit out of my comfort zone. <laughs> like I find it quite, um, I used to find it really quite intimidating, and I think, oh, I'm never going to do anything where people looking at me and listening to me and whatever but um becoming comfortable with that has been great and um yeah i had the opportunity last week to give a little workshop uh off site somewhere for someone else on an introduction to eal so you know you never know that someone may sign up and do our course or another course whatever suits them but it was just lovely to be able to go out and and talk about what we do somewhere so there's those opportunities um so that was perseverance and the last one is um 
patience. It's not patience. It's purpose. It's a biggie. So purpose, my favourite, and I forget what it is. So I think having a purpose and being able to lead a life full of purpose is just an amazing thing. So purpose to me also incorporates passion, which is really a most beautiful word. It sounds nice even to say. Um, so it really incorporates that. But I don't know, there's something even bigger about purpose. And I think that it's really amazing to stick to that. And yes, of course, we have to um, make a living and, you know, on our intranet um, platform. Today, one of our um, facilitators has another job driving um, tractors or something. I love seeing her little videos because she's talking about EAO, but she's doing another job, you know. So we all need to make a living, but just to stick to that purpose as well and to kind of try and uh, not try, but to really go after your dreams and live it. And I think that when you are passionate about something and you've found your purpose, that's what entices people to you. And that's, you know, uh, I've always said I'm really bad at selling things. I can't just go cold calling and selling things. I've been terrible at that. But if it's something I truly believe in, I don't shut up, as you can tell. So, so, so your passion comes out about it. It's You don't have to tell someone you're passionate about something. They feel it. And so to be able to live that every day is amazing, even through COVID, you know, we've got the horses keep us grounded. So I wish I could hear the girls. For all of you guys. <laughs> I don't know what's going wrong with the sound on my end. Uh, it was working perfectly before, but anyway. I need to go. Oh, well. So before we head off, one more thing. If you guys want to check out what Jane is all about and all of the things that she does, head to leadingedgelifeskills.com.au. That is her website. And she's got a Facebook page as well we can hook you up with too. But definitely go check out her website. And what they do out there is amazing. We are so proud to have Jane on our team as well. Annette Field says three wise monkeys. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's about it, Annette. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh, so anyway, this is Carolyn Farrell oh, yeah. so the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. For myself, Carrie Fomek, the founder and master instructor for EAL, helping people globally around the world do what we do. We're going to do a bye-bye, everybody, and have an amazing week. Take all those beautiful lessons that Jane has shared with us. I love the four Ps. The four Ps are my friend. We're going to bring them into our lives as well. Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information and please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.